Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about the phases of financial freedom. So the simple idea is that a lot of people talk about how um, you know, financial independence or financial freedom is this kind of destination. And I like to envision, you know, financial independence is the destination and financial freedom is really the journey. And financial freedom, it's really about creating it more than anything else. So there's certainly different phases that you go through. And really the first phase is just figuring out where you are. So just getting transparency on how much money you have, how much money you owe, how much money you're spending, really how money is impacting all the areas of your life. Yeah, and I would say this is like just that pure clarity. And it's sometimes really scary for a lot of people. It was for us looking back for me and my fiance. But, you know, when you see where the cash is going, then you can, you know, you know, you know, find out those hacks and savings, you know, tricks and whatever it might be. But before that clarity, it's sort of, you know, like I hope to save, it's sort of a wish list. And so bringing that clarity to front, you know, it's, it makes it, uh, you know, really clear in terms of exactly like you're saying, Grant, choosing that path and actually walking the path. Yeah, just opening up to it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably already done that. Um, number two is really escaping living paycheck to paycheck. So this is a huge one. A vast majority of people, I think it's about 70% of people in the United States, they have less than $1,000 saved. So they're effectively kind of one emergency away from bankruptcy or crippling credit card debt, and they just don't have enough money saved, and so they're relying on living paycheck to paycheck. And for me personally, when I was living paycheck to paycheck, and this can be for any income amount. So even when I was making like 50K, I was living paycheck to paycheck. There's a lot of doctors and lawyers out there who are living paycheck to paycheck and they're making 200K. So, you know, a lot of people, even if they're making a lot of money, are living paycheck to paycheck. And the whole idea for me was I was just stressed out because it was like, if I lost my job, how was I going to pay my bills? And so because a vast majority of people live in that paycheck to paycheck realm, that second phase is really escaping that. And for me personally, it was when I had $10,000 saved, it really took a lot of the stress away from money because I was like, you know, I can pay my rent, you know, for the next three months. Um, even if I lost my job, I can still afford to pay for my food and pay for my rent. What, what's number three for you, Matt? Uh, yeah, I would say number three from there, escaping the living the paycheck to paycheck. Number three would be starting to invest for the future. Um, you know, technically we're not able to get anywhere near financial independence until we have that reliable income stream. And I think investing is the quickest way to get there. And I think here, step three, you know, a lot of people kind of might not go from step two to step three because they're focused on their debt. And so a big proponent of what I advocate and personally in my life, it's benefited um, seven or eight grand each year for the last couple of years, but, um, but just invest and um, pay off your debt. And, you know, I, I'm just going to quote uh, Phil, um, uh, the last name Collins, but there's a great business book called Good to Great. And he talks about the difference between great companies and these are like the gold medal winner companies versus the silver medal winner companies. He said that they, they look at the word and, and they try to really do and versus or. So in this example here, I'm talking about investing and paying off your debt. And the same thing, that's the difference between good and great. Um, and so that's my third step. 
Yeah, and I think number four for me would be um, the diversity of income streams. So it's incredibly freeing when you realize that you're not dependent upon one job or one income stream. And this was a huge moment for me when I started side hustling that I realized that you know my nine to five, even if I lost it, I still had other ways to make money. And it's really incredible just the freeing feeling that you're able to get when you realize that your life isn't dependent upon any one job. And that's something that you can escalate. So for me, I started with one side hustle. I eventually got up to seven. And by the time I got up to seven, you know, it's really like diversifying your income, diversifying your risk. And when one, um, you know, is, is making you money, maybe another isn't. But I would say, you know, stage four for creating financial freedom is diversity of income. And, uh, you know, number five, I think the final one is really kind of that step right before financial independence where you realize that, you know, you're making enough money to not necessarily where work has become optional, but you're making more money than you're spending uh, at a considerable rate. And this is what I call the inflection point, or you know, a lot of people call it sort of the exponential, uh, you know, part of part of the curve. And it's where you know your investments are starting to grow at a rate, and your income is growing at a rate, and you're investing enough money where you really hit an inflection point where you start to see that financial independence is actually possible. You know, one of our good friends, uh, Chris at Keep Thrifty, he calls this re retirement freedom. It's when you realize that you have enough money saved up, even if you don't save any more, you know, by the age of 65, you'll be able to retire. So that's stage five uh, for me, you know, in the five sort of steps for creating financial freedom. And then six is once you actually reach financial independence. Anything else you'd like to close yeah, with? Yeah, no, I would just say with that fifth one, I mean, it really comes back to it with, um, you know, if you're really going to put in the hard work, you're going to really pursue financial freedom. And it's that path to mastery. And if you've read books like, let's say, George Leonard's Mastery, or even something like Paulo Coelho's Warrior Delight, or, um, you know, another, uh, Alchemist, you know, there's that certain path you walk. And I would say it's, it definitely is stages because as you can see, some of these are easy, you know, when you, when you list them out, but to emotionally go through it and be investing every day or be paying off your debt, you know, or I should say, and be paying off your debt every day, those sort of investments, you know, that they take up time and it's a, it's a, it's a really clear focus. And that's why, you know, walking that path, going back to those books, you know, it might feel like you're kind of not making progress, but that's sort of that plateau that you're at. And then if you just keep at it, you're going to hit that next breakthrough. And that's why it's so big to just keep working at those steps if that's really what you want to pursue. And really at the end of the day, creating financial freedom, it really is creating it. It's about building it. It's about putting together the pieces. It's about optimizing it over time. And, and last but not least, it's about going at a pace that really makes you feel comfortable. So a lot of people ask me like, how did you reach financial independence in five years? And honestly, I made a huge sacrifice in order to make that happen. You need to go at a pace that makes you feel comfortable the key importance is that over time, the more money you save, the more money you invest, it will grow and the less stress you will feel. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to control and the freedom that you gives you. And the more money you have, the less you have to worry about it. Yeah. My final point is just try to create a little piece of financial freedom every, every day. day. Yeah. So I hope this is helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks, Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit 
MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.